the power of an endless life. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we have come to receive of you. We have come to be blessed of you. We have come to be encouraged by you. We have come to be empowered by you. We have come to be profited by you. We have come to see you. We have come to receive from you. You say, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavily burdened. I will give you rest. We have come to have rest. We have come to receive peace. We have come to receive life. Therefore, help us to concentrate. Help us to be focused. Help us to receive everything that you have for us. We are with open face, beholding us in the mirror the glory of the Lord. May we be changed into the same image from glory unto glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. We receive more peace. We receive more grace. We receive more life. We receive more strength. We receive more power. Yes, in the name of Jesus, we receive bread and wine. We receive the word and the spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture test is Hebrews 7, 1 to 28. Now, before we get into the body of this message that the Lord has for us and the Lord has been speaking to us on, let's look at some scriptures, which I call scripture prayer prompters, or you call them memory verses. And I want you to commit these scriptures to memory or use them to pray. Let them now be written on the tablet of your heart. Now the first one is the Gospel of John chapter 1 verses 12 and 13. John 1, 12 and 13. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. As many as received him, he gave them the right, meaning the power, the right, the power, the authority, the legality, the right, the power, the authority to become his children. He adopted them. They become his children. They become his children. And the second one, is 2 Corinthians 4, 7. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. And it says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Excellence of the power, the credit of the life, of the power that is in you. It's not from you. It's from God. The credit is to God. The glory is to God. This treasure this treasure, this life, this power that you have on the inside of you is from God. And it's not just life, it's also what? Power. It's not just life, it's also power. And all glory to God because it comes from God. And what a wonderful thing that God will put his life, his power in earthen verses. The immortal dwells in the mortal. The immortal God dwells in the mortar. The mortar carries the immortability or the immortal. Isn't that powerful? That the mortar carries the immortal. 
That's a powerful thing. That we carry God. That we be a God. We show God. God uses us for his glory. He shows his glory through us. That's a wonderful thing. That God wants to use you for his glory. And the next one is Ephesians 3, 20 to 21. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. There's a power that works in us. It's a power that works in us. Hallelujah. And the Lord is able to do, has the ability to do for you, in you, through you, something that is extraordinary, something that is exceeding, abundant, above. Wow. It's not just exceeding, it's not just abundant, it's also above. And it's beyond what you can think, it's beyond what you can imagine, it's beyond what you can even ask. See, many of our asking depends on what? Our experiences, our knowledge, our understanding. But think about it. If you can begin to, to ask beyond your experience, if you're going to ask about something, you're going to ask something. It's always based on experience, always based on what you know. But this one, God is actually doing for you much more than you can ask. Much more than your knowledge, much more than your understanding, much more than your prayer. He's able to do much more than your prayer. So we don't trust our prayer. We trust God. It's not our prayer that we trust. It's God that we trust. Our faith is not in prayer. Our faith is in God. Our faith is not in fasting. Our faith is in God. You can even bribe God by fasting. You can bribe God by giving something to him. No, you can't bribe him. You can't you can, you can influence him. The only thing that God moves by or that moves God is what? His word. His word is what moves him. The word of God moves God. That is the only thing that he respects. The scriptures say that he has exalted his word above all his name. Let's go to the next one. This one is Colossians 1.29. Colossians 1.29. And let's do it together. To this end I also labor, striving according to his work in which works in me mightily. Let's do it together again. To this end I also labor, striving according to his work in which works in me mightily. You know, ESV, English Standard Version says, That's why I work and struggle so hard, depending on Christ's mighty power that works within me. So we are not lazy bombs. We are not lazy glutens. We are hard-working people. We are not people who just lay around and uh, wait for a miracle to happen. Not just wait for God to move in and make things happen. Rather than that, we receive strength from God to go work. And depend on Him to make things work. We receive strength from God to go work. And we depend on Him to make things work because he causes all things to work together for our good. So our labor must not be in the flesh. We must not be moved by the flesh. We must be moved by the spirit. For whatsoever is born of the spirit of God overcomes. So it's very important that you work hard. 
that you labor, that you strive, but don't do it in the flesh. Don't do it in the flesh. Do it in the spirit. Paul says, I labor more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God. Let the grace of God move you to work hard and to profit and to prosper. In the name of Jesus, amen. The power of an endless life. The power of an endless life. Now that sounds like an age-defying or death-defying remedy. And you say the power of an endless life is like, hmm, what are you talking about? Is, is this age-defying or you know, death-defying kind of remedy? You know, there are many, many, many age-defying remedies. For example, they have it all over, you know, all over the place. Age-defying makeup, age-defying nutrition, age-defying or anti-age diet. You know? And people are buying those things. They don't want to grow old. Hmm? They don't want to grow old. They don't want to look old. So they buy these age-defying makeup. And when they put it on, it makes them look young. And they, you know, they eat some kind of food or some, take some kind of medis- medication or medicine that make them feel young. Uh, see if it will keep them on forever. But that is not what this is all about. But that is not what this is about. The power of an endless life is about something totally different. The power of an endless life is not an age-defined, anti-aging remedy. Rather, it is a type of life and it's a type of power. It's a type of life and it's a type of power. The power of an endless life. It's a type of power, it's a type of life. The power gives life and the life produces power. The power gives life and the life produces power. This power and life go together. This power and life go together. In other words, it's an empowered life. It's an empowered life. The power of an endless life is the life of God. The life of God. The life of God. The life is not of human origin. This life is not of human origin. You remember that scripture? That's John 1. Those who are born not of the will of the flesh. As many have received him, he has given them power. To become his children. These are not people who are born because of the will of man. Because of the will of their earthly father or mother. Of the will of the flesh. Of the will of blood. But of the will of God. Those who are born of God. So it's not human life that we're talking about. It's God's life. God kind of life. So this power is not of human origin. It's not of Human ancestry is not of human lineage, genealogy, heritage, breed, race, or blood. In fact, if we look at that John 1, it says this is a life that comes from God. This is the life of God. God is our father. God is our father. We have his DNA. If there is a controversy to paternity, what do they do? They, they go to the lab and take your blood. And through that, they can confirm and say, that's your son, that's your father, that's your mother, that's this, that's that. If you are born of God, you have the DNA of God, you are linked to God, God is linked to you. That's what we are talking about. 
that you are the life of God. 